welcome back to the pod. Um, it's been a really chaotic week, so sorry I haven't posted earlier. Um, I'm really trying to get more consistent about doing it on the same day every week, but y'all know me. It's just not, I don't know. Also, let me know what days y'all like episodes coming out the best, because I've done it Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays now, so I feel like Fridays is a little bit easier for me, because I like to have time to, like, sit down and, like, edit it all out and get all my thoughts on the paper before I start, and it's, it's a process, so I don't know, anyway, but we're here now, all cozy, um, I've got my flannel cozy sweater that I may or may not have stolen from church, that's a whole other story, um, my matcha, which I'm so excited to try, it's Chamberlain Coffee's matcha, and I've literally been listening to her podcast for months, and I'm like, okay, I have to try her matcha at some point, so I asked for it for my birthday, and I've been too scared to try it because I'm afraid I'm going to love it. And the package was tiny, but it was really expensive. So, like, I don't want to just, like, drink it all within a week because if you know, you know. I just am obsessed with matcha. So, here's here's a little taste test. Y'all get the first little sneak peek um, review. I Okay, hot take. I don't know if this is a hot take, actually. On the back of the Chamberlain thing, it said mixed with water, but I am so not a water matcha girl. It milk all the way. Like, I don't even care. For the people who are like, no, oat milk, soy milk, whatever, like, you, you don't drink actual milk, I don't care. I've tried it all, and by far the best is 2% milk, and I know that's, like, horrible, and maybe whole milk's better. I've never actually tried whole milk, but I have tried soy, oat, almond, none of those are my are my jams so I have regular milk so we're gonna try it all right oh my gosh that's so good it's not sweetened though so I'm gonna I don't know I don't know how to sweeten matcha isn't literally just sweetened matcha latte like a matcha latte is it not I kind of I kind of don't hate it without sugar or any type of sweetener. So, good to know. Okay. Anyway, I would give that... I'm going to say I'm gonna say 7 out of 10 just because I used half a teaspoon. Just because I didn't want to waste it. Because on the thing, she said half to one full teaspoon. But I only used half. So, next time I'm going to do a whole one. And I'm going to mix in maybe a little sweetener and see. But anyway, um... So... Failure. Before we just dive head on into this tricky topic, I wanted to kind of talk about why I chose this topic, why it's taken me so long to get this episode up, and just kind of my week. So I had really good intentions of filming Wednesday. Sorry for those who were expecting it Wednesday and it didn't come. I I promise you I'm trying to get more consistent. It'll happen, maybe. Maybe not. It'll happen. But last week, I was like, all right, I'm going to film this week's episode over the weekend and then just edit it throughout the week and get it up and running. Like, have it, because, like, on Anchor, you can, like, schedule it to come out. So I could, like, film it the week before and schedule it to come out the next week, which is kind of fun. But, yeah, that did not happen because my week was crazy. And my weekend was even crazier. So maybe I'll start doing that in the future. But I don't know. I kind of like doing it 
like sitting down, filming it, editing it, posting it. I don't know. It's just fun to kind of just put all of my energy into one thing and not really have to worry about it again. Um, but no, I definitely love talking to y'all. So it's definitely not that like I was too busy. Um, I really did have good intentions of filming it Wednesday. I even texted Margot, shout out to Margot, about episode topics. And I was just having such a hard time deciding. So I kind of, I don't know. I really feel like I talk about like deep hard topics and I keep saying I feel like I keep saying every episode that I'm gonna I'm gonna film a lighter topic next week we're gonna do something fun but I actually mean it this next episode that hopefully will come out around this time next week um is is gonna be more fun and more light and not super heavy which I love the heavy I love talking about the hard I feel like it's definitely something we should all do but I know it can get a little I don't know so anyway um, my week, I know I said it was crazy. Half the time I sit down to film these things or we're in class and we get asked like highs and lows and I genuinely don't know what I did the past week, but I do remember this past week. Um, it was good. I had zero motivation to, it, well, it wasn't, it wasn't great, but I had zero motivation to do literally any homework until Monday. So that's literally what happened. I didn't do any work. No, that's not true. That's kind of a lie. I did take a history test on Thursday of last week. but And then obviously I went to HDFS. But other than that, there was zero work being done. Like I was doing productive things. Like my room is amazing. I deep cleaned it last week. All my books are organized. It makes me so happy. And like all my sweaters and everything are now like in my main area of sight when I open my closet. So, like, that's the first thing I look at. So, I, I've been reading, I've been writing, I've been painting. It's all really, like, mentally, for me, good things. But it was not the things that had to be done. And I suffered the consequences of procrastinating literally all week, and I did all of my homework Monday. That would be a first for me. I don't think I've ever done all of my homework on a Monday. It's a lot to try to fit in a week's worth of homework into one day. I don't recommend because I was up till midnight and was exhausted the next day. So, but I've learned from that. And I had a really good weekend. And I was, I honestly think I needed just like a mindful, mindful week reset. Um, Although I did suffer from not getting the things done that needed to be done. Um, I've learned from that now and I am good at pacing myself and I, or I don't know, I wouldn't say great, but I'm working on striving to be better about, um, what's the word? Oh my gosh. It's like when you put prioritizing, that's it. Okay. My brain's all over the place. Um, but yeah, I did have a good weekend. I spent the weekend with Margot, um, and I went to a couple parties and things, so it was fun. Definitely a great day out, um, but it was a lot, so I guess, I guess that kind of brings us to the topic of today's episode, failure, which is really, I don't know, it really resonates with me, like just the line which is the topic of this episode, growth through failure. Like, just, if you had told me a year ago that I could learn from failure and that I could truly grow as a human being through failure, I probably would have been like, yeah, makes sense, but I wouldn't have believed you. And I think 
this year more than ever. I've really like understood the importance of choosing to grow and to see growth through failure. And that's kind of what I'm going to talk about. Um, so for this episode, I have kind of a lengthy outline, but I really wanted to make sure that I was not only giving y'all like, I don't know, the science side of it, but also giving like, I don't know, just how it resonates with me and how failure and success through failure, like what that looks like in my life. Um, but take what you want from this episode. Um, and I, I don't know. Let's just get into it. I listened to three TED Talks, which I felt was really helpful. I loved hearing all of them. I'm obsessed with listening to TED Talks for fun. Like, I even love listening to TED Talks at school. Like, I literally don't care what it's about. I find them so interesting that they can put so much information in, like, such a short video. I mean, some are longer than others, but the ones that I listen to are pretty straightforward um, and, like, got through their points but like made really really good points and expanded on them so I'm gonna link all those in the description if y'all want to go watch highly recommend but here are like the big things that I took um from these videos and also just kind of what comes to mind when I think about failure so obviously failure looks so different for so many people um and I guess that it can be really honestly Failure can be defined so many ways and perceived so many ways. So it's hard to like pinpoint exactly what failure is and how it affects people. But these are kind of these are kind of the thoughts that resonate with me. So anyway, um, my week. I know I said it was crazy. Half the time I sit down to film these things, or we're in class and we get asked like highs and lows, and I genuinely don't know what I did the past week, but. I do remember this past week. Um, It was good. I had zero motivation to, well, it it wasn't great, but I had zero motivation to do literally any homework until Monday. So that's literally what happened. I didn't do any work. No, that's not true. That's kind of a lie. I did take a history test on Thursday of last week, but, and then obviously I went to HDFS, but other than that, there was zero work being done like I was doing productive things like my room is amazing I deep cleaned it last week all my books are organized it makes me so happy and like all my sweaters and everything are now like in my main area of sight when I open my closet so like that's the first thing I look at so I've been reading I've been writing I've been painting it's all really like mentally for me good things but It was not the things that had to be done, and I suffered the consequences of procrastinating literally all week, and I did all of my homework Monday. That would be a first for me. I don't think I've ever done all of my homework on a Monday. It's a lot to try to fit in a week's worth of homework into one day. I don't recommend because I was up till midnight and was exhausted the next day. So, but I've learned from that, and... I had a really good weekend and I was, I honestly think I needed just like a mindful, mindful week reset. Um, Although I did suffer from not getting the things done that needed to be done. Um, I've learned from that now and I am good at pacing myself and I, or I don't know, I wouldn't say great, but I'm working on striving to be better about, um, what's the word? Oh my gosh. It's like when you put 
prioritizing. That's it. Okay. My brain's all over the place. Um, but yeah, I did have a good weekend. I spent the weekend with Margo. Um, and I went to a couple parties and things. So it was fun. Definitely a great day out. Um, but it was a lot. So I guess, I guess that kind of brings us to the topic of today's episode, failure, which is really, I don't know, it really resonates with me, like just the line, which is the topic of this episode, growth through failure, like just, if you had told me a year ago that I could learn from failure and that I could truly grow as a human being through failure, I probably would have been like, yeah, makes sense, but I wouldn't have believed you, and I think this year more than ever I've really like understood the importance of choosing to grow and to see growth through failure and that's kind of what I'm going to talk about um so for this episode I have kind of a lengthy outline but I really wanted to make sure that I was not only giving y'all like I don't know the science side of it but also giving like I don't know, just how it resonates with me and how failure and success through failure, like what that looks like in my life. Um, But take what you want from this episode. Um, And I I don't know, let's just get into it. I listened to three TED Talks, which I felt was really helpful. I loved hearing all of them. I'm obsessed with listening to TED Talks for fun. Like I even love listening to TED Talks at school like I literally don't care what it's about I find them so interesting that they can put so much information in like such a short video I mean some are longer than others but the ones that I listened to were pretty straightforward um and like got through their points but like made really really good points and expanded on them so I'm gonna link all those in the description if y'all want to go watch highly recommend but here are like the big things that I took um from these videos and also just kind of what comes to mind when I think about failure. So, obviously, failure looks so different for so many people. Um, It can be really, honestly, failure can be defined so many ways and perceived so many ways. So, it's hard to, like, pinpoint exactly what failure is and how it affects people. But these are kind of, these are kind of the thoughts that resonate with me. Some people may see failure as a big red F on a test, Um, People may see it as running a 5K and getting a third place. I don't know. Maybe it's creating work that you've envisioned, like artwork in your mind um, that just didn't turn out how you wanted. Maybe it's not landing your dream job. Maybe it's not even perceiving failure as a thing at all, only seeing growth, which that's insane. If you're somebody who can genuinely not see any failure in life as failure and only choose to see it as growth, or an opportunity for growth, that's amazing. I love you, and I would love to meet you. Um, but for, for me, that is definitely not, not the case. Um, but it is something that I'm working towards. And I just think the most important thing is realizing that, like, failure is failure. Success is success. But there can be a little bit of all of it mixed together. Like, there is... Like I always like to say, there is black, there is white, but there's also a little gray. And it also really depends on like how you perceive failure and success and all of that. So failure is literally defined as the omission of expected or required action or in simplified terms. It's literally just 
the lack of success. And obviously that can look very different to different people, but what is success? How do we achieve success? How do we define success? Is there really ever perfectly obtainable success? Let's talk about it. Um, So success, I think, is a moment that we celebrate. um, And mastery is how we can convert. I glitched. Okay, let's start over. Success is a moment, but we celebrate mastery. This is what I got from one of the TED Talks. So success is hitting, is like hitting the bullseye when shooting a bow and arrow but mastery is knowing that it means nothing if you can't do it again and again and again and so I don't know so how do we conv how do we convert success into mastery and I think it's by the opportunities that we are given to celebrate and to appreciate I think in a way something called the near win which is Something um, that Sarah Lewis talked about in her TED Talk that I watched, so good. Um, I would say if you have to choose one out of all of these to watch, go watch that one. That was probably the most impactful to me. Um, Because I just never have looked at success and failure in that sense. Um, But yeah, she kind of just talked about like mastery, closing the gap from where you are and where you want to be. And it's more about like, the actual act of success and not like the steps that it took to get there if that makes any sense I don't know um but what does it look like to fail like I don't I don't know I want you to think about that for a second what does failure look like to you it can be personal failure personal things you view as failure things you might perceive as failure things other people might perceive as failure. Think about it for a second. Is failure really what defines you? Or is it how you respond to it that defines you? That is something my my therapist literally says all the time, and I love her for it because it's my subconscious brain that kind of clicks into the, as soon as I fail, it's, okay, I've failed. Now it's time for me to succeed. And I kind of try to make up in my succeeding for my failure. But it's it really should be less about that and more about how I'm choosing to see growth through that failure. And choosing to celebrate those near wins. And failure to me as a perfectionist can look really extreme. Like my friends know, if I don't score an A on a test or, I don't know, I come in with a one-pager that took me three hours but doesn't look exactly right, like... I don't know, I can find flaws in all of my work and all of my accomplishments and all of my actions. But it's choosing to see the growth and the beauty within the near wins and the near masterpieces that I think really defines us. I'm going to be honest, that's not something easy to just be like, all right, I'm done. I'm just going to look at failures, growth now. That is really hard. That's really hard. And that's okay if you struggle with it. I definitely struggle with it too. But you are human and you are bound to fail. That's just inevitable. Whether it's whether you see it as failure or not, maybe somebody else sees it as failure. You're bound to fail. Maybe it's literally you got an F on a test. That's literally f- fail. Maybe someone calls you a failure. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. 
failure can look so different. But I think it's really important to be super accepting of other people's failures. And obviously, again, not easy. To It's so quick. It, we, glitching. Again, sorry. It's 9.30, which that's literally... I go to sleep at like grandma time. No offense to the grandmas. I love you. But if I don't take a nap throughout the day, I'm a little groggy, which... I haven't taken my two-hour nap for the day, and I know that's really excessive, but that's a that's a topic for another episode. I love my naps, and no one can tell me otherwise. Anyway, back to the topic. Um, I think it's important to try to be understanding of others' failures, and sometimes failures can go against moral codes for us. Sometimes failure can simply just be disappointment in other people. But I think in order to eliminate the perceived failure that a lot of us, I especially me, I feel like I experience, is to kind of just, I don't know, be accepting of other people's failures, especially if they look like yours. Because you know that you wouldn't want somebody to just be like, well, you failed, you're a failure, you know, you're done, you have no purpose, you know, that sort of thing. Um... And I would hope that I would never react to anybody's perceived failure in that way. But I know it happens. And I know that I do it. I know I have been told that I'm a failure. I'm I'm sure in some ways I've told other people that they're failures. And that's, that's hard, obviously, to just be like, I'm never going to say or imply that anybody else is a failure because I want everybody to be successful and I want everybody to see me as successful but honestly that's just not realistic um I think it's way more important to just acknowledge failure and realize that it's a thing it happens we mess up we don't always succeed in life but there are aspects of life that we can succeed in And we can choose to see those. We can also choose to see those in other people's lives too. So I think just understanding that like you're not failing alone in things. And maybe you feel like the only failure in a situation, but others have failed in different ways. Maybe they aren't willing to admit that to you, which is something, another thing I struggle with. But I think it's super comforting to know that you're not alone in in that. So Um, One thing, another video said, the fear of failure is holding us back. And I think that that's just like such a simple sentence, but it says like a thousand things in just those few words. Like, I feel like that is so true. Like, just let that resonate with you for a second. The feel, my gosh, glitch again. Okay, start over. The fear of failure is holding you back. The fear of failure is holding you back. And I understand the validness that there is from actual failure and not wanting to try again. But I think there's so much of like, I'm just not going to be good at this. I'm going to fail. I don't even want to try sort of thing, which I can tell you personally, I have experienced. That is so hard to get over but so huge when we do. And I don't think that's celebrated enough. I don't think, I think, I don't know. The thought that comes to my mind when I think about that sentence is just when people tell you like, I'm proud of you. It's usually for some sort of success. 
that something you've accomplished, a goal, maybe that's a goal, maybe that's a dream. I don't know, maybe that's literally just doing something for yourself. But I think we find less reward, even if we are rewarded, we find less value in the rewards of like, I'm proud of you because you've come this far. Like you could have turned around and said, nope, I'm gonna let the fear of failure just hold me back. I'm, I'm not gonna continue on. You could have chosen that and you would, it would have stayed in the same place. And maybe that's good in some situations. For me, I feel like when I'm actively thinking about like, okay, am I going to fail from doing this? It's more about the actual step that I'm taking in saying like, I'm going to do it regardless of, of whether or not I fail. I'm not going to let the fear of failure define me and I'm not going to let failure define me, which that's another topic um, that kind of falls under the same category. But I think we have this perceived like notion of failure. It's just, I feel like it automatically has this like negative feeling that comes to mind for me at least. Um, But I think it's so, so important to see it as the opposite. If we're actively trying every day to change our mindset, like flip it from, okay, I see failure as a roadblock and stopping me from getting to the point that I'm getting or trying to get to, um, to I failed, but I'm not going to let this be a roadblock. I'm going to continue on. I think that that is so important. And I know that like my goal is to be able to one day wake up and feel like I'm not a failure just because I think I have so little like I, I don't see my worth enough. And as much as I try to fake that with my over, I don't know, <laughs> how do I word this? Like my overconfidence sometimes, I think a lot of that comes from just not wanting to, like, feeling like a failure and convincing yourself you're a failure is so draining and so hard that sometimes you just have to go so far the other way that people are like, whoa, she probably doesn't see anything as a failure, which, I mean, that could be a bad thing, too. That could get a little bit too towards the other side, I guess, of failure, but I really do think that there is success in failure and there is reward in failure. And I think that when we're really able to truly absorb that and learn that and take that in and honestly like implement it into our routines, I think that that not only causes us growth, but I also think it causes us to just learn and just experience what we're lacking and maybe our strong suits. And honestly, if you're someone like me, who is very driven, I would consider myself fairly ambitious. Um, it's really hard to ever get to a place where I have, like, where I feel like I am enough for myself. And I think a lot of that is, like, wanting to feel enough for other people, but I think most of all, it's just wanting to feel enough for myself. It's like I can never get to this place of, like, I'm finally good enough. And so it's so hard I don't know, just to kind of see failure in a positive light and realize that there is, while there is growth in the act of actually failing, there is also so much growth 
on the road to failure, especially if you're going into a situation where you know you're going to fail and you you are choosing to not let that fear control you, that in and of itself is growth. And if you've done that today, just think about your day. I'll give you a second. Maybe it was your week, maybe past month. You have succeeded through failure. Whether or not you're choosing to see that or acknowledge that it's there, it is. And I'm proud of you for pushing through that fear because that's scary. Who wants to fail? No one, no one wants to fail. No one wants to be seen as a failure. But hey, you grow so much through that. And I think that that is crazy because I would have never thought that a year ago. But being here now, it makes me excited and it makes me like hopeful that like, I don't know, it's just so encouraging to hear. And I hope that that's encouraging and some of that resonates with you, honestly. I really do. I feel like we're kind of going in circles. I'm kind of restating the same thing over and over, but I really want to touch on a couple other things that Sarah Lewis talked about. One one of her quotes, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like I never would have thought of failure in this way, but she said, how many times have we seen a piece of like beautiful artwork as a masterpiece while the creator sees absolutely zero value in it? Like no value whatsoever, whatsoever. Ever. Yes. Okay. I don't know why. My gosh, I'm glitching so much. I like, I even said that right. And I like, it sounded wrong. Okay. Sorry. Continuing on. Um, but yeah, like think about that. How many times have we seen a like beautifully raw, I don't, what's the word? Like super compelling piece of art as amazing like we could never do anything like that it's astounding like just I don't know you just you're speechless looking at it while the creator sees nothing the creator only sees flaws like can you like obviously someone who struggles with perfectionism I get this I get like and I I think people view me almost as annoying when I come in with my one pagers and I'm like yeah, so this like took me four hours, but I really don't like it. It's not my best work and everybody else's jaws just drop. They're like, that's insane. How, how in the heck did you do that? And I'm just like, I only see flaws. And I think that that is, that paints such a beautiful picture of understanding when we think about value in that way. Like I might value something that somebody else totally sees no value in and vice versa and that's crazy but I think that that is so like that happens so often and I just think that even if you are choosing as a creator of something to not see the value in it you have to realize somebody else will and maybe it takes I don't know 10 people 10 people you have to go through to finally get a compliment. Maybe it takes nobody. Maybe nobody actually tells you, but a lot of people are thinking it, but just don't want to tell you because they know you're only going to say you see no value. I don't know. Somebody else is going to see it as beautiful and somebody else is going to see it as success. And I think just understanding that to somebody else, I don't know, that just reminds me of the like 
one man's trash is another man's treasure, which is like totally, I don't know why that was my first thought that just thinking about this, but honestly, that's true. Like people see value in different things. And I guess my encouragement or I hope is an encouragement to you is just that the things that you do create, even if you see no success or you perceive it as failure, somebody else is going to see it as great. And even if somebody else doesn't see it maybe as success or amazing, other people are going to see that progress and going to see like how far you've gotten to that point and choose to see the qualities of like, hey, like she's incredibly ambitious. She has extremely high goals for herself. And like that's that really creates character. And while that can be harsh and really hard um, when you're in the moment and you're not choosing to grow from failure that can be hard but I do think that I don't know I totally just lost my whole train of thought yeah moving on um another one of her quotes was what do you think increases with knowledge this actually wasn't one of her quotes it was somebody else's quote that she was quoting but I really liked it um she said what do you think increases with knowledge you learn how little you know Like, I guess that was a conversation between two people. But, like, what increases with knowledge is also your understanding that you're just not going to know everything. And while you are gaining knowledge, I think it's so humbling to realize that you can never really truly get to a point of knowing absolutely everything and achieving full success. All right, so I want to end on a couple quotes. Um... And then I have a new thought, a little surprise at the end. Um, Send feedback. I want to know what y'all think of this. Um, But I had this idea. We'll get to it later. Okay. Last couple quotes are success can motivate, but near wins can propel us in an ongoing quest. So I don't know. I feel like that's kind of wordy, but essentially I think that us seeing something as success can motivate and I think it's so important to view something, like even the small things, like she, she calls it near wins, um, as success and choose to let that be our motivation and propel us. Because how many times have you seen somebody like, I don't know, for me, it's in terms of like volleyball. If I go up to serve and I am putting my entire self into the serve, my brain, my entire physical being like everything's going into this one serve and I miss, that's only going to motivate me more because I know I know that I tried so hard in that moment. And I mean, sometimes it can be discouraging when you're continuously going and going and going. You feel like you're giving it your all and it's still not your, your best. Um, but I think that definite, definitely acknowledging your your even your just your little small successes and letting them be your motivation letting your failure be your motivation and not your success that is growth that's that's true growth in my opinion um this is one I have in all caps because I love it the near wind changes the view of the landscape and puts our goals into perspective and tangible clarity like how that's such a beautiful picture that I just paints like I I love Sarah Lewis I'm gonna go watch more of her videos I'm assuming she has more TED talks but I really was encouraged by this line just like 
I don't know. I'm going to read it again. The near wind changes the view of the landscape and puts our goals into perspective in tangible clarity. That is so pretty. But I, I hope that kind of resonates with you. Um, lastly, just let the near winds and failure push you to your full potential. And during that journey, choose growth. Or you can choose to stay where you are. But I think it's huge and shows a lot of like not only maturity, but also just, I don't know, care for yourself in a way when you're choosing, when you're choosing growth over staying where you are. Because I know how easy it is to stay where you are um, and how challenging it can be to want to choose growth. But I think it's so important. Um, last thought is... I was taking notes like while watching the video and sometimes my ADHD brain goes a little crazy. Okay. We build out of the unfinished idea even if that idea is our former self. Okay. Yeah. I totally read that wrong. Um, but I think that she kind of talked a lot about like failure, success, and mastery. And then she kind of wrapped it up by saying this is mastery. Coming close to what you've always wanted can help you maintain more than you've ever dreamed you could. That's a, that's insane. Like, oh my gosh. I'm just getting, I'm just so encouraged. I highly recommend listening to TED Talks. Like, I literally will just, I wouldn't say cry because that's a little extreme, but I might. It's one of those things that's like so, I love the motivation. Anyway, um, but yeah, let that be a little closing line. Mastery is coming close to what you've always wanted and realizing that can help you obtain more than you ever dreamed you could. I hope that this has been an encouraging episode. Um, I love each and every one of you. I hope you're smiling. And oh, before I forget, my little, my idea. Okay, I don't know if you can hear it, but of course my dogs go off right as I'm trying to wrap up this episode. I want to do each little episode ending on a high note, even if we've talked about really hard things, by, I got this, okay, I got this idea from another podcaster I listened to, she doesn't call it this, and it's not this exact thing, but it's kind of based off this, off of one of her things that she does in her podcast. I want to call this, I don't know, the, the title's in working progress, but I'm thinking mindful moment, just the mindful moment at the end. Um, kind of just to think about like, okay, how does this relate to you? But also like, where are you in life? And maybe this is a better thing to start at the beginning of the episodes, but I kind of just want to end on a high note today um, by asking a couple of these questions. So how are you doing? Obviously, I know that it's not a back and forth situation. You can't just rant to me. I mean, you can, you totally can. Um, I'm here. I would love to listen and be an encouragement, but that's not always realistic. So if you're having a hard day, even if you're having a good day, I want you to take five seconds for yourself. Close your eyes, wherever you are. If you're walking, if you're doing school, sit up straight. I'm going to do it with you and take a deep breath in. And on your exhale, just completely and utterly release all of those negative feelings. I find just the power of actively reminding yourself to breathe is so comforting and calms my mind. And I hope that some of those thoughts can resonate with you. Um, but then again, 
thinking about yourself, placing yourself first. Have you drinking water in the past hour? If you haven't, go do it. I have my my little mason jar with ice water. Um, I'm going to take a sip. Go grab your water. I'll give you two seconds. All right. Big sip with me. Ready? I'm proud of you. That's good for your body. I love water. I call it earth juice because I saw some TikTok that was like so stupid, but somebody called it earth juice and I was like, okay, for the rest of my life, I will call it earth juice because how fun is that? Like when I have kids, I'm totally going to just call it earth juice. They're going to be like, what's that? Be like, it's water. I love water. Anyway, there's my little tangent for the day, but drink water, keep yourself hydrated and remember to stand up, walk around, especially if you've been doing hours of homework because although it has to get done, you also should reward yourself with little moments to yourself. Um, remember to breathe. Remember to drink water. Remember to take time for yourself. And most importantly, remember to smile. Even if you have to fake it, I promise you it'll make your day better. Um, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I love you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. I hope to see you all next week. Um, once again, I hope to be more consistent in my posting. But I'm promising you an episode a week. I can't promise you when it's going to come out, but I'm promising you an episode a week. Anyway, okay. I love you guys. Have an amazing day, night, morning, wherever you are. I hope you're smiling.